Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is September 7th, 2023. Hopefully, this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, my day was pretty good. You know, it's another one. We rocked, we rolled. It's a little hectic, but we got through. You know, we're good. It's nice to be able to not take it with you you know what i mean you get to come home you get to like for me i'm you know i do my little workout uh you know i do a little breather take five have a little sippy sippy call it a pre-game if you will and you know i get to press play and talk to y'all my little newsies my little friends so yes it's fun it's nice we're in a good mood we're in good spirits now so yeah let's go ahead and get into some news i actually want to get right into it today uh, let's see. We're going to, we're talking about Ukraine. We're doing Ukraine news uh, from Associated Press. Russian missile strike on Ukrainian market kills 17 as Blinken announce, announces new $1 billion aid package. All right. Uh, a Russian missile tore through an outdoor market in eastern Ukraine on Wednesday, killing 17 people and wounding dozens. As U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken returned to the country with more than $1 billion in new American funding for Ukraine, including military aid and humanitarian aid. Blinken's fourth visit to the country was overshadowed by the strike in the city of Krasnodarnica, near the front line of, in the Donetsk region, that turned the marketplace into an inferno. It was one of the most it was one of the deadliest bombardments of civilians in the 18th month old war. In addition to the dead, at least 32 people were wounded. Those who know this place well aware or those who know this place are well aware that it is a civilian area. President Volodymyr Zelensky said at a news conference with the Danish prime minister in Kiev, in Kiev, I should say, sorry. There aren't any military units nearby the strike uh the strike was deliberate so you know a bit of a double package here with the news um you know obviously it's really sad that there was a strike uh this magnitude that you know killed uh initially it was reported as 16 when i first heard the story but it was updated to 17 people that have died um 32 people who were injured um Another thing that I, I do note here, I, I definitely feel like this was very much just to send a message. Uh, like, they, you know when someone like President, or not President, I'm sorry, um, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken comes through, or someone like President Biden comes through, any kind of political, you know, big official, because there's usually a level of communications on both sides, or all sides, if you will. Um, you know, intelligence communities, all that kind of shit. They go, hey, this person is going to be in this area, just so you know. That is usually conveyed to at least some extent because it's like no one, you don't want to have that kind of escalation on your hands. It's like, well, yeah, like your missile strike just killed yada, yada, yada. So usually these things are made to be a, you know, a, a statement. You're sending a message. There was no military target here. You just wanted to do damage with this. And that's very fucked up. It's very sad. Um... But also the second half of the news here is that Blinken came through to give this billion dollars. It, it has become just a very routine thing. I was listening to a podcast 
and you know it, it was one of the things where you can almost time your watch it's it's like a quarterly thing maybe i don't know one to three months you know america is going to america or some western country is going to give a billion dollars some kind of big amount of aid military support lethal aid whatever to ukraine um and i'm like yeah no that that lines up with what i'm talking about every fucking day you know what i mean um it's it's weird this is it's a strange situation we find ourselves in um there's a lot of talk now about winters coming again you know we are hitting that cycle which is crazy yeah 18 months like over a year going on two of this shit and um yeah winter is coming uh this counteroffensive it doesn't seem like it's been super effective i know that it's been kind of tried to displayed and propped up as such but at the same time i know media is even waning on the conversation you know even this article they they bring up the whole like polling about like yeah americans aren't as stoked and you know bringing up also like you know conservatives republicans are also like naysaying that shit which is just a weird camp that i kind of now found myself in where i'm like because you know just previous podcasts i've talked about this shit where i'm like yeah there's a personal burnout to me where I go, look, I don't like the idea of us funding some kind of proxy war. It just feels weird. I understand why we are doing it. Don't get me wrong. You see this whole shit play out, all the death, just like day after fucking day. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's sad as hell. And it doesn't need to happen. Over what? Over like, you want some territory? Like, no, that's fucking just terrible. But, um, you know, it, it's just... At the end of the day, when you pan all the shit back, you look at NATO, you look at all this fucking shit. We've talked about it before. <laughs> like, it's just, it's crazy to see all this money. And then we're talking about inflation and I'm dealing with that shit. Yeah, it's like, it sucks that I am living paycheck to paycheck, hand to fucking mouth. And I hear, oh yeah, we just threw a bunch of money um, over to Ukraine. And, you know, it's not going to do or change anything in the conversation over there. But we did that. Hell Yeah. And, you know, it is one of those things where you definitely want to support, for sure, for sure. But um, I will also add, you see less of the fucking Ukraine flags in people's bios. So, it, it's just one of those things where, hey, it is going to get talked about, and I want to talk about it. And uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next thing, because it's still Ukraine news. But we are going to Cuba. Spice it up a bit. Um, NBC. Cuba says it uncovered a human trafficking ring that sends Cubans to fight with Russia against Ukraine. The, the announcement, the announcement, the announcement comes after Spanish language media in Miami reported on Cubans being taken to Russia to fight alongside its military forces. Cuban authorities said they have uncovered a human trafficking ring operated from Russia that recruits Cuban citizens to fight alongside its military forces in Ukraine. The announcement made late Monday by Cuba's foreign ministry comes days after local media in Miami reported on Cubans being taken to Russia to fight. The Miami affiliate of Telemundo, part of NBC Universal, interviewed two 19-year-old Cubans who said they were duped into going to Russia. They said a recruiter offered each a job in construction in exchange for $2,200, a Russian passport, and a possibility of taking their families to Russia in the future. We don't know what to do anymore, one of them said, adding they were told to be ready at 3.30 a.m. because they would be taken to Ukraine. So that's that's pretty fucking wild. Um, 
you know, I know that we've talked about some of you, uh, some of Russia's recruiting tactics, you know, via like Wagner going to prison saying like, hey, we will literally let you out of prison if you just do like a six month stint on uh, the front line. You just, you just do what you're told, um, you know, you'll bring out of the country and if you die, you'll get a, um, you know, a, hero, a hero's funeral. So, I mean, this is not without the realm, this is not outside the realm of reason and scope. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a development I did not see coming. Uh, Cuba has put out a press release saying um, it has detected and is working to neutralize and dismantle a human trafficking network that operates from Russia in order to incorporate Cuban citizens living there and even some living in Cuba into the military forces that participate in military operations in Ukraine. Attempts of this nature have been neutralized and criminal proceedings have been initiated against those involved um, in these activities, the press release also stated. The Kremlin has not commented on Cuba's announcement. But yeah, that is a crazy development. I, I could imagine that Cuba's making this announcement one, because they aren't, a, you know, they aren't a part of this. They don't want it to look like, hey, this is collusion. Um, but two, because you have to get out ahead of this kind of shit. Because for Russia, they are highly, you know, they're looking for as many people as they can get to fight in this effort. Like, they, like, hey, yeah, we'll just give you some money. Come on over. Um, but for Cuba, they need to know, like, they need to make sure that their image is like, we are not teamed up with, you know, old Soviet buddy Russia here. Like, this is not that. We are not involved here. We're not okay with this shit. It's bad. Russia bad. Like, everyone really has to kind of say that because especially if you are literally the United States neighbor, you can't come incorrect. Like, literally, Cuba suffers day after day because they have the ideology, you know, that they have. And they are who they are. And because they haven't come off of that, they literally labeled an enemy to, you know, the United States, to Western powers. So they have to come correct. That is part of the reason I do feel like they came out with a press release like this saying like, yo, we are not okay with this. But also they aren't okay with this. You know what I'm sure? I'm sure. Um, at the end of the day, you're, you're, you're offering our citizens some lowball offer to fight in some kind of fucking war. That's crazy. Um... That being said, I do like that NBC kind of tracks the news here, like where it came from. I don't know. I'm not saying that this is fake or false or anything like that. I am going to hopefully trust my sources, lean on that. But I am weary because I bit the line and to an extent on the Havana Syndrome shit. You know what I mean? Like, I always have to go into a story saying like, look, it is what it is. I'm seeing the story. They have sources. I'm going to try to trust it. But I've also listen, seen all the kind of shit and how propaganda works and how this fucking shit moves. And it bums me out to like know that there are reputable sources that go, hey, yeah, we're just going to cover it and do it. And then you like pan out months later, a year later, and a story wasn't as real or concrete or as big as, as it was made out to be. Um, that being said, for these 19 year olds, fuck, I cannot imagine like you thought you were going to do some construction in another country. Like, yeah, that sounds cool. That sounds exotic. Um... And next thing you know, you're going to be on the front lines. Uh, that being said, if it sounds too good to be true, don't believe it. <laughs> Hopefully you haven't heard that here first. That'd be crazy. <laughs> okay, let's move along. We're going to the States. Ooh, my mouth is dry. I'm going to take a little water break. Okie dokie. 
Uh, from Los Angeles Times. Danny Masterson sentenced to 30 years to life for raping former Scientologists. Whew, ooby. After a pair of trials focused on the Church of Scientology's alleged attempts to shield one of its celebrity members from prosecution, actor Danny Masterson was sentenced to 30 years to life in prison on Thursday morning after having been convicted of raping two former members of the church. Masterson, 47 years old, was convicted of two counts of rape in May and a jury deadlocked on a third woman's accusations. The assaults took place in the early 2000s, but Masterson's victims said they waited years to come forward because Scientology doctrine forbade them from reporting a fellow member to the police. Um, also, it's saying in the article, and we've talked about this before, I really don't want to dwell too much on the story. It's, it's very fucking sad and, and gross. Um, but yeah, I mean, not only were they loyal for that long, they literally, once they defected and they knew this would happen, like, literally people's, like, family members disowned them. Like, one of the victims, their mom said, look, I want Danny Masterson to go to jail as much as, as anyone, but I can't talk to you anymore because you spoke out, because you are compromising my religion, which is Scientology. Um, and that's so sad. That's so fucked up. But, um, yeah, I mean, Masterson is facing the music here. Uh, you know, once Hyde of that 70s show, um, like I said, he didn't, he literally, they axed him out on the, um, reunion, which was good call. Love to see that. Yeah. But yeah, man, um, it's, it's sad to see this shit. Um, Masterson is filing an appeal, uh, you know, as, as, as guilty or often want to do, you know, <laughs> And also, I, I I have to add, you know, not, the not guilty. You know, you 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 follow the appeal no matter what when you're found guilty. <laughs> That's pretty much what you do. But yeah, um, this is kind of the nail in the coffin unless something else kind of comes up. I, I will also add too. It's sad that that two other people can say like, yeah, by the numbers, I got justice here. But one of the people, you know, who uh, was a part of this trial isn't getting justice. They were deadlocked in in one of the three. That's very unfortunate because at the end of the day, this is your your time to tell your truth, and you do that, and it's heard, but then not received. You know, I can't imagine having to go through that on the stand. You know, um, that that fucking sucks. You know, because in a way, like yes, this person is going away for, you know, this amount of time. I think the way that it kind of fell out uh, for the judge in terms of sentencing, they could only sentence him to two path lines: either the fifteen years. Um, or 30 years, like, because it's just, that's the amount for each, for each person or what have you, because it's like multiples. So either you were only going to do a flat low or you had to do this 30. I don't know. I'm saying this wrong, but essentially that was the, the way that it was set out. But I guess I would imagine if the third person, there was a conviction there, it would have been 45 years. So, you know, it's a whole 15 extra years you know, added on to the sentencing. So it is important. It's not nothing. It's not like, well, we'll still justice is served. Like, no, you, you have to kind of think like, no, for me, it kind of feels like it's not. And I have to kind of just eat it in a way. And that, that, that to me would feel upsetting. I'd imagine trying to put myself in that person's shoes, you know, thinking about it. But yeah, I, I, I did want to cover that. That was a uh, kind of something that popped up on the radar. I think today that was kind of fresh. 
All right, we got one more thing to cover, and it is another update. Um, I'm going to take my little break, and then we will close it out. Okay, we're back, and we're zenner than ever. From the entrepreneur, teen dies after attempting Hershey-owned company's one-chip challenge at school. Product to be moved from shelves, or to be pulled from shelves, I'm sorry. (coughs) So this is an update. Uh, We talked earlier this week about the Pocky one-chip challenge and how... Someone took the challenge and, you know, we're literally dead by the end of the day. And here we are. So, I'll, you know, we'll do a little quick refresher. A 14-year-old boy who attempted the viral social media challenge at his high school in Worcester, Massachusetts, died last week. Now the uh, company says it's actively working with retailers to remove the product from shelves. Harris Wubla, excuse me. A sophomore fainted after eating the chip at school. His mother picked him up a few hours later. He passed out at home and was taken to the emergency room where he died. Um, so it looks like, and also I didn't report this. I didn't even like think about it when I read it kind of like zoom by me. But um, it is technically by the umbrella, a Hershey company. Uh, Pocky is owned by Amplify Snack Brands, which was purchased by Hershey Company for $1.6 billion in 2018. Um, In addition to pulling the product from shelves, Pocky is offering refunds to those who purchased the chip per the company site. So, yeah, I kind of joked about this to my friend. I was like, yeah, it looks like, you know, they're trying to get ahead of the lawsuits. And, you know, they responded like, well, yeah, but they're also like kind of implicating themselves here. Because you're showing like, hey, yeah, now we're definitely like scared that someone could die and it's from our chip. Because technically, they're doing this before even the autopsy has confirmed it. Like they're like, yeah, he's dead. You know, here's yada, yada, yada. But they haven't, I don't, they haven't given the full readout yet. And even so, they're like, look, we want to make sure this chip is out of, out of, out of circulation. And um, I kind of said too, I was like, well, they're stuck because there's negligence now. Like, if you don't pull it, because now if they come out with an autopsy and you're just letting this chip ride and saying, hey, well, we told you guys no kids allowed. No, 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 no. Like, they're, you're on the hook. And, you know, and sure enough, we definitely concluded, like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. <laughs> you're kind of fucked. But, um, yeah, I do think it's maybe the right call, probably the right call. Uh, I personally am not feeling any FOMO about it. Uh, you know, being that I didn't take the one chip challenge, like I said, I'm out of the spicy game. I only eat for joy now. You know, I'm not trying to eat for sport. Uh, you know, when I sweat, I sweat because I just love the food and it tasted good and it was spicy. It's just all win instead of like, oh yeah, it's so spicy. I know my butthole's going to be open tonight. You know, I'm not eating like that anymore. I'm different. I've changed. I'm reformed. (laughs) But yeah, I mean... Once again, still a sad situation, um, but yeah, no more one-chip challenge. 
<laughs> we're done now. Now, now back to bag of chip. Uh, but yeah, that's all we have for today. That's it. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much also for your support. I cannot stress this enough. It means so much. It's really why I do it. It's why I like overthink, underthink. I do this shit all the time. It's scuffed. But thank you so much for just being along for the ride. It means a lot to me. Um, but yeah, I have to chill now. It's 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 money moves time. Uh, what is it? Patreon.com says Isaiah News. I remembered. Okay, awesome. Uh, you become a newsie. I shout you out. I plug your project, whatever you're doing. Isaiah News 1 at gmail.com is another way to reach me, talk to me for free. Uh, let's see here. I'm also on all the socials. I'm on Facebook. I'm on X. Um, the oh, I, Saying it out loud like that, you do have to say formally from Twitter. Damn. Because if I say I'm on X, you're going to think I'm on drugs. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, whoopsie. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, whatever. You know what I mean. Uh, I'm on that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know how to find me. Hopefully you're subscribed to the YouTube it means a lot if you are. And then um, all of the stars, all the reviews, I mean a lot. And yeah, that's the podcast. Hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.